we've got pop group Moxie, our game on the Mox, and the Blue App today on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey, everyone. Welcome back for an all-new episode of <gasps> It's Complicated. The struggle is all new and real when you're dating in the city. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And our drink of the day today is tequila. It's a little tequila mixture that we like to call a la mox tail. It's Nosotros tequila and our favorite La Croix to make a la mox tail because our guest today likes the hard stuff and that is music to our ears, people. Sure is, guys. Mm -hmm. Today we've got Anna Toy of the musical group Moxie mm -hmm. in the studio. So see, there's the play on words. Oh my God. La Mox Tale instead la of Mox. La Croix, which sometimes people say La Crocs. Or La Croix. It's just, listen, you say it how you want to say it, but we made a cute drink. We did, La Mox Tale. Mm -hmm. And so now you should go order that in all of the restaurants that serve tequila and say, I want a La Mox Tale. And drink it whilst you listen to Moxie. Exactly. Um, this flavor, by the way, is fantastic uh -huh. with tequila. It's French. It's a curate or it's something. A, it's, a, it's a Mexican-French drink we just made. <laughs> That's also. a thing. Mm -hmm. Real. La Mexa Fusion, French. if you will. Anyway, Moxie, if you're wondering, is a Los Angeles-based indie pop outfit. Bit mm. on the dreamy, ethereal vocals of Anna Toy, who we will have in here today. Surrounded by the moody, atmospheric keyboards of Andy Toy, who is her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they draw on the elements of pop and classic cinema and 80s new wave we love. Moxie presents Anna's distinct vocals against the backdrop of this like dark electronic textural music. It's like innovative guitar n sounds and like dream pop melodies. It sort of like mixes like the modern I think like electronica feel with this like really floaty angelic voice and like a dash of 80s is how it sounds to me. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, that is quite the mixture. We'll have to play some of that later. Yeah. Um, and Moxie's successes to date include sharing the stage with bands such as Sir Sly, Wildcat Wildcat, and Gunger, among others. And they've also received numerous TV placements and global recognition, being <laughs> featured on shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, The Young and the Restless, I'm Kate, Total Divas, and Made in Chelsea. So with over a million hits on Spotify, Moxie is ready for their next endeavor. And that is Figures Bathed in Light. That Which was released, was released this, summer. this summer, you guys. That's so, their new EP. Yeah, that's their latest EP, and it was produced by Emmy Award-winning songwriters and mixers that have worked with the likes of like Beck and Radiohead. And Damn. the four-song release is a result. This is interesting. Of a writing retreat that they took to a cabin in like the desolate mountains of Big Bear in California. Um, the weekend, they kind of like used it as an escape and they let their creativity flow. And then it turned into this wonderful EP filled with like spiritual reflection, conquering life's demons, and facing the dark as well as the light, which shows up in some of their songs. Sure does. And so, you know, the title track is called Figures Bathed in Light, and that was conceived after the couple escaped a near-fatal car crash, which is pretty scary. This yeah. life-threatening experience empowered them, though, with a wealth of creative energy and the need to create 
art to immortalize the newfound hope that they had after this encounter. Um, and you, again, feel the dreamy floating quality of the music um, and fascination with the supernatural. And I wonder if that's because they had like the near-death experience. I, we need to know more about that. I love that they took, you know, yeah. such a dark thing and and turned it into that is what we're going to talk to them about so we're going to get anna in here and she'll answer for her husband because that's what wives do yeah and we're going to ask her how she makes the business and romantic relationship work how the creative and personal differences affect their love and their music and how they've helped each other find the silver lining after going through some difficult times and turned their hardship into sweet sweet music Man, I love a good love story and also when you turn hard times into yeah. something positive. The yeah. fact that you can even just pick yourself up and go keep keep on going is everything. I so. agree. Very inspirational. But before we get into all of that inspirational stuff, guys, um, we're going to fill you in on what we've been up to this last week and air our dirty laundry, yeah. starting with you. Live <laughs> your life, people. Okay, so I've discovered over the past, like, chunk of time that, like, it you everyone's busy for their own reasons like and in a relationship it's easy to get caught up in like some of the busy things that in that the time entails for me in particular my boyfriend has a daughter so when i'm with him and she's there it's like it's fun and great but it's like you know you're taking care of it it's like having a child right obviously which is how it should be and all of that comes with a lot of great things but it's a lot of time so it made me realize that you can still do, I think it feels daunting to think about like, oh, okay, well, there's a child in tow, so maybe we can't do that or that's going to be hard. But it's actually like I've got a bunch of friends who don't do that. They still do their own thing. And like we went to the, my boyfriend had a friend in town. We went to the Roosevelt Hotel and like swam and drank and laid by the pool with my boyfriend's daughter. Like it's not and we weren't the only ones they were doing there were other kids there it was like just do the things How, well she's older so i feel like she's yeah. like a little mini person you can bring around and talk to well it also think about the fact that if you had a baby that would be a lot easier because they just sit there and don't move so you're like okay i can have a full-on conversation and the baby is here and there's not going to be like come swimming with me come do this right. with me so every every aspect of a child's life has different you know things that you need to pay attention to but it's like you don't let that things like that get in the thought way of you thinking like oh you can't have fun or you can't live your right. life like you still have to do your you life have to do and yeah. have the kid around otherwise you're literally just a parent yeah. and you have nothing else and in your life. you can't and people can fall into that really easily and yeah. then we had a boy uh, barbecue at my boyfriend's and um you know it was sort of like my post labor day i said i wanted to have like a post labor day celebration and i sort of did like it was fun to cook for everybody and have people over and again drink and you know play barred games in the backyard and then uh this weekend i'm going to palm springs for like a real last hurrah summer hurrah for the, that'll for be the day. lots of fun yeah. um Exciting. i had gn irma instead of gni <laughs> girls night in um it was girls night in but all we focused on irma uh the hurricane because mm -hmm. i was with a girlfriend of mine that we went to college together we're both from florida and we both have puppies and so we were like let's combine forces and sit and order food the dogs can play we can talk about the path of irma and contact our families and <sighs> like we were both very stressed so there was you know and if you're going to hang out with other people they weren't really going to necessarily understand the stress level that we were going through because we've experienced hurricanes and 
it was our focus. So nothing we were going to do was going to take that focus it's away. It's probably better in anything in your life and like relationships or whatever. You don't want to like get lost in dwelling, but you also can't ignore. Like no. if you're worried about something, you can't be like, I'm just going to pretend I'm not like you need to be able to like let that out somehow and go through it. And we process. did. Yeah. And then we also watched Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Um, it was not a good episode last week. So oh. you can skip right over that one oh. if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but tonight there's a new one. So stay tuned. Can't win uh, you cannot. And then on Saturday, I had a similar day, actually. Um, I like to call it my version of GTL, Jim Tan Laundry, <laughs> where it was more like yoga, nails, pool party, and a date. <laughs> so none of those letters work out. But, but whatever. <laughs> the point is I did all the things. Who needs an acronym? Right, exactly. So um, got my nails did with a girlfriend. It's like our ritual every three weeks. Um, did yoga. It's what I do on the weekend. I wish my nails lasted three weeks. You know, Mine last 10 days. And then I had to do them myself. But as you can see, you it's like job. as soon as the temperature drops to 78 degrees instead of 88 yeah. degrees, I'm like, it's fall! You know what? I'm going to give my long nails a go with that at some point. Yeah, and you should. See if I don't look like a street walker. No, but you won't. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so I had went to a pool party also where um, there was a nine-year-old. And mm -hmm. it was her dad's birthday, and so she, every five minutes, was like, will you come in the pool with me? And I'm like, I'm not going in the pool, but I don't know how to tell her that. I'm not straight out going to say no. So I'm going to distract her with other things. I'm like, yeah. he'll go in the pool with you, or I'll be there soon. And soon to her means nothing, because everything is five seconds from now. So I just kept delaying, and I'm like, I will compromise. I'll put my feet in, and then I'll talk to you. Or, like, I'll bring you your beverage. She was having um, virgin margaritas. Stop. It was, like, really lemonade, but it was so cute. That is funny. Um, and then she'd ask me a lot of questions, like, why am I not in? Like, why am I wearing that bathing suit? Like, there's a lot of questions that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you have a boyfriend? I was like, are you my nail lady? Stop asking she might me. Have been. <laughs> well, and then everyone tried to set me up with our bartender, and then he has my number now, and I just don't really know about that one. But, oh. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. His name's Lamar, and he's white. I don't get it. Oh, I have a cousin, distant cousin named Lamar, who's white. What's that about? I have no idea. Someone got confused. But that anyway, or confusing. it's very trendy. I don't really know. Who knows? Anyway. Um, all right. Well, you guys, we have our, our new favorite segment, We Need to Talk. You mm -hmm. asked and we listened. And this week's listener question comes from Rebecca S. She asks, why does a guy disappear after you've been talking online for a bit? Or why do people talk and then ever ask you out? We've talked about this a lot. We might be repeating ourselves. I mean, I'm still in the throes of this world um, because I'm also single, like Rebecca S. Yeah. And um, it, it does happen. I'm I'm criminal doing it, too, where sure. you'll be talking to someone and then all of a sudden you either – I'll give you multi uh, a multi-prong approach to this. Either you realize you like someone else more or you just lose interest because you're like, this person is not asking me out and we're pen pals or – you just realize, like, you know what? Like, this person was fine, but, like, I don't really want to make the effort and time in my life to go out with that person. So I do think because we have so many options out mm -hmm. there, it's, like, never-ending options. Even, like, this weekend, I was like, you know what? I like certain apps, and those are more my speed, but nothing's happening on them right now. Yeah. So I'm going to see what else is out there, and maybe there's a whole slew of people that I haven't tapped into yet on a different app. So now I'm going to download that app and forget about the other one. It's, I think... The problem and also the blessing of having these apps is that there's so many options mm -hmm. and there's so many apps. It's not like there's one app and everyone's on it. 
Yeah, that's true. Like in the old timey times where it was like you go to your community's temple or church and that's where you meet people. Or you go to the four restaurants in your proximity and that's where you meet people. Yeah. Now it's like you can scour the internet and the world because some apps even allow you to swipe in other cities and yeah. like across the country. This The problem of people disappearing is just inevitable in real life or on an app. But it just is a little bit... I guess it feels different on an app. I think the problem with apps is the lack of connection. So they do connect you and they connect people, but because there's no face-to-face -face interaction, I think it is where the disconnect occurs. And then it's easy to not have a specific memory. It makes it feel less special. If you were to meet someone in a bar, you've spoken to them, you've talked to them, you've seen them, you've looked in their eyes. It's more of a connection. You're going to forget about it less. You will contact the person because you had to physically ask for their phone number. There's just more that goes into a face-to-face -face interaction. It's easier to let it fall off the plate when there's a million options you don't meet a million people at a bar and when you're not seeing that you never saw them before so you don't really know what to expect it feels a little more mysterious it just slips in the cracks easier because of the disconnect of the app well they're essentially a stranger so i think yeah the way you would train uh, you would treat someone you know is way different than the way you would treat a stranger because no harm no harm yeah. no foul out of sight out of, mind out of sight yeah it's like you don't owe them anything because they are a complete stranger. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, obviously go through the motions of like trying to meet the person, but then it's like, well, ultimately, I don't really care about you because yeah. I don't know you. So if I forget about you and don't write back, it is what it is. That's why. And so, we all know you're going to keep swiping. We're going to keep yeah. swiping. So we're doing the same thing. So I do problem, wish problem to just to interject for a mm -hmm. second, just try and solve the problem. Just try and make it more special. Keep that in mind for yourself. Do something different and like try and make yourself stand out because you can only control yourself. So, right. And I mean, I do wish that there would be an app that like or people would take it a lot more seriously where it's like, OK, you swipe for meaningful swipes yeah. with people you actually want to meet. Not anybody that might be decent because ultimately once you match, then you might even decide, I don't want to reach out to that person in the first place. Like I just kind of thought, well, they were the option I was presented exactly. with. So I right. And I'm criminal of that. So yeah. I have a lot of matches and people I don't even want to talk to. Well, uh, yeah, hope that answered your question, Rebecca. Yeah. And we're going to pack our bags and it's get tough. to emotional baggage with the celebrities and baggage claim real quick. Um, guys, we've got a bachelor <laughs> happening <laughs> it is so odd but apparently the most um exciting bachelor choice in history and the most well received it's ari from emily maynard's season he was the runner-up and he's the race car driver and he was salt and pepper then but he's very gray now so you can look forward to that uh he's the new bachelor and that season starts in january but there's a hater and he's gonna hate jeff holm I like, he was the one that Emily picked. Right. Um, I liked him. He's uh, also on dating apps if you want to date him, guys. He's available. Yeah. Um, and anyway, he was just like, dude, that guy's scum. Like, he yeah. was my friend, and he is not. I mean, he basically is saying he's, like, a huge player, but we'll see. Yeah, in no uncertain terms, he basically called him out and said he's disgusting. That's why I'm not friends with him anymore. He used to, like, go through, like, sorority, sorority houses. houses and all that jazz. But, yeah, so he's the new Bachelor. And, mm -hmm. and, listen, I wanted to be part of that cast and see what happened, but I don't know anymore. Yeah. No, uh, but so that's why we're naming Jeff Holm our wreck of the week because he sounds like he's got his panties in a bunch. Yeah. And also, like, he's a big old hater. Yeah. And and, uh, and also, you guys, it finally has happened. We've been talking about it for years. The Fox and the Holmes. I like that. 
Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx have come out. They were there was pictures of them in Malibu over uh, Labor Day weekend, and you know, but Jamie Foxx has been known. Well, first of all, he did a movie with Tom Cruise, and we think maybe that's where they kind of all met. Yeah, and then you know, he's been he's been interviewed saying like he's never gonna get married again. Like, why would you do that? And you know, th- that's not to say he's not in love with her. It just sounds like both of their stance are sort of like she's even said like there's no five year ten year plan. Like I'm happy where I'm at. Um, and so, you know, we'll see. They both have kids, and I think that they're cute together, and they kept it under the radar, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, for like five years, we yeah. didn't know for sure, and like also, that was super smart of them. Mm-hmm. They were left alone. So I think maybe other celebrities might want to take a page out of their book if yeah. they want to stand under the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, hardships are hard, and we're just going to end on this where it's like, I don't even know how to address this, but it's uh, Jonathan Reese Meyers' wife, Mara Lane, just recently revealed she had a miscarriage and that he now suffered a relapse in terms of his alcoholism. And uh, she's standing by her man saying, yeah. you know what, we just went through the hardest time ever. And he's got an addiction and he's got now a sober living person that's uh, helping him out, a bodyguard. He was actually like... He had he couldn't be at two rehabs because he was like sent away and I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to find the right sort of treatment and the right thing. But she is for sure the rock of the week because she didn't ask for like the limelight and the fame. She's still sticking by her man, and she's going through a hard time for herself and for her family. So, Marlene, you are a rock. Yep, and also because she's still a mother at the same time. Oh yeah, to one son, so she's got her husband going through stuff. She's going through stuff, and she's got a parent all at the same time. So, yeah, cheers Good to for her. her. Yeah. Um, Bachelor in Paradise finally ended. Thank the Lord. That was the weirdest With finale the weird ever. proposal. Oh, my God. It was the weirdest proposal ever. And also, let's just, like, note that in no uncertain terms, Taylor said on TV, I will not know if I'm in love with this person until I have sex with him. So then they had sex, and then she was in love with him. And it was like... That's how it works. It, but, like, she was very clear with him. It was like... I didn't know this was a thing. I okay, good for you that you came out and said all that on TV, and that's how you fall in love is by that. She wants to experience all of him. She oh wa- my god! That's what she said. She like danced around it and was very explicit with it. She was not shy about saying it, she needed it, it, to go through that one last, uh, st- <laughs> like level of intimacy with him, and it was sex. <laughs> Otherwise, she couldn't get to that level of love that he was already getting to. Oh my God! Just have sex like a normal person. Uh, well, she did it, and now they're engaged. Why talk about it so much? It's just to do it, it was or weird, don't do it. And the Real Housewives, you guys, shout out to Gilbert, my hair guy, and my friend. <laughs> he did uh, Vicky's hair for her party, and it was really exciting to see him there. But you guys, these women are so immature. Like Megan King Eds- Edmonds is like, I feel like there's something wrong. <laughs> and maybe she blames it on the hormones, but I am sorry. You need to get it together with the baby Aspen and the girly girl dog. And the I can't. Um, but they gang. What I don't like about these girls is they gang up on each other and they go straight for the marriages and straight for the kids. And it's real. It's real immature. And I saw they did a this season on at the end after they do like four episodes at the end of the episode. Oh my god, <laughs> it's gonna be good. I think what? that somebody's going to end up like single. They talked about like Eddie Tamara's husband making out with some dude. No, and what? I don't even know. So well, hey, listen. He, he's a very uh, 
like pretty guy. He so. is. And if there's rumors swirling around about homeless potential homosexuality, but if Tamara and Eddie end up breaking up by the end of the season, which I don't think they do, maybe she can go on the blue app because she's verified on Twitter. And so bl the blue app, guys, is for people with blue ticks. So that means you've been verified. You're either a celebrity, a public figure, uh, God knows what you paid them. The actual tick is white, but the circle is blue. Right. Um, I happen to be verified on Twitter, so I did download this app to see what it was all about because essentially it's saying it's only like, I'm going to use this term very lightly, the cream of the crop because you are verified. Right. Doesn't mean you're a better person than anybody else. It just means you've been verified as your, who you are and this avoids catfishing because again, people are still concerned about that because there are people that use photos that are not their own. Right. Um, so I went on this app and it is the, it's the love flutter app. And they yes. just added this as like this is a new, the Tinder yeah. gold, basically. It's like yeah. the premium version. Now, there is nowhere on this app that I found the ability to even denote that I have a verified profile. Right. I did sign up with Twitter because I knew that it was for Twitter users. Mm -hmm. You can also sign up with Facebook. And nowhere. It does. There is no where that I can seem to find that allows me to show I am a verified person. Yeah, so it's almost like, what's the point? Because that's supposed to be the upper echelon. Like, then you have a blue concierge, and they, where they're going to set people up. Like, they're going to present you with good matches. Yeah. So, and apparently, it's rolling out in San Francisco, L.A., New York, London, and Tokyo, and more cities soon. But I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's got its shit together. Soon seems like a very loose term. Um, and apparently, they're going to be giving the founding members. Uh, the premium version for free, which you should. Otherwise, there's some make sense. Free, yeah. Um, but because here's the thing, you can't pay to be verified. So why would you charge people to use the verified yeah, version? Yeah, that of the doesn't app? make sense to me either. No. Uh, so you guys, test it out. Let us know what you think. I'm our our resident guinea pig um, because I'm on all these apps and I vote no on this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, then. Otherwise, you can just try Love Flutter, which is the stupidest name ever. The other app that is the lower version of this one. It's the only one that I could even find. So I think it yeah. is what it is, and it's dumb. All right. Uh, it okay, makes guys. me blue. <laughs> oh, it does. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're not going to use it anymore. No. Um, we have got Anna in the studio. Hello. Okay. Can you see yourself in the center yourself in That's the camera? You. And thank you so much for joining us. We, Wait, um, I think there might be an issue with the mic. Maybe try that mic. Try that headset. If you want to hear your we, beautiful speaking voice as well. As well as your beautiful singing, singing voice, voice that we've taken a listen to, and you all should too. She is part of the musical duo Moxie. It's you and your husband, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, we are, oh, can we, I don't know, Marissa, can you hear Anna? Hello? I can hear me in my ears. But... Oh, really? Okay. Well, I think we might be we might be good. All and right. just make sure you're right in the middle of the couch so everyone can see you. And uh, I think that there, way a little there bit. There you go. We're just adjusting, everyone. <laughs> this is real. It yeah. is real. Um, and we have drinks for you too. Yes, we I have two drinks. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah, are. Just in case you get through one and you need yeah. another. Yeah, because we do play we'll a game see. with you in a little we'll bit, see. and you might need another. And it's liquid tequila. Drink. So mm -hmm. yeah, and that's it's your... our La Mox tail in honor of you. Mm, yeah, delicious. Oh wow, well. good. I'm glad. Um, okay, so what came first for you, the marriage or the music? The music. Wait. Oh, well, so hold on. So you this. met. Okay. So yeah. How tell did, us a yes, story. Tell how us did how you guys meet and all of this come about. Uh, so we've both been doing music for like forever. So I did, um, like solo singer songwriter type stuff, like kind of folky, um, like forever ago. And he 
got hired to play on my EP. So oh. we met in the studio. But it's <gasps> funny because like I was going through this terrible breakup. Like the guy I dated before him was like the worst ever, and he like cheated on me and like whatever. It's fine because I met Andy. Yeah. <laughs> but and he's like five thousand times better. But I was like just in the corner in the studio, like about to cry. Like Andy's oh. like first impression of me was just like. Is that girl okay? Like, is she <laughs> gonna be all right? Um, but yeah, and then we he started playing in my band, and we became like really good friends. And then we started writing music, and then it was just over. So, you know, did you? It, I mean, you were obviously in like kind of your your own head and place at the time of meeting him. But how long did it take you to like start to look at him like that? It's funny because like the there was like zero of that our first interaction, you know, for but both then, of you. I don't know about him. I don't know what he would say. I think he would just say like he thought I was weird because I was just like clearly <laughs> Super like, like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, who is she? Yeah, like does she um, need help? <laughs> but then we, I remember we hung out like maybe like a month after that, and it's so funny and like kind of cheesy, but like totally true. I like left being like I could marry that guy. Isn't that weird? And like I didn't really take it like that seriously, you know, because I was like, whatever, like. I kind of just like didn't really pay attention to it, but right. I totally like had that thought. Like I was like, he is so quality. So, okay, so so we, about a month in is when you guys hung out. Now, did you hang out, like, for a date, or was it just, like, a friendly encounter? It was friendly, but, like, um, the guy who had hired him in the first place, how I had met him, um, was there with his wife, and he kind of, like, arranged it, you know? So it was kind of, like, this awkward, like, we're yeah. just getting, like, drinks, but it was, like kind of a date but we didn't that was like super early on like we didn't start dating for like a year after that what? but what why did it take so long just because i was like crazy mostly like <laughs> i was like i'm not dating anymore like the guy before him like seriously screwed me up it was like the you know that's a real thing that. yeah and you have to go through it you can't yeah. for you you were you recognize the fact that you needed time and i think that I everyone it. needs to not have an expectation of like I need to be not feeling sad still, or I can't, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it's different for everybody. Yeah. The level of hurt is different for everybody. And you yeah. obviously needed more time than I needed. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then Andy sounds like he was pretty patient, like for he him was, to wait that he long. Was, yeah. And the funny thing too, is like, he's like a little bit shorter than me. And that was like my big hang up for forever. So um, that's stupid. No, no. Well, now it's stupid, like, to me, because he's, like, the love of my life. But at the time, like, you know, you think about stuff like that. But, see, that's what we talk about a lot of stuff like that on this show. Like, um, do you have a type or whatever? Like, your and, criteria that you create. And mm -hmm. that's okay to to think about things that you – of course, there are things you like and don't like. Yeah. But it's funny – I think as long as you know what you like and what you're looking for, have an open mind about how that is going to be presented to you and know mm -hmm. the importance of those things on the list because mm -hmm. height is not essential. Like height yeah. is not going to like love you. It is and you're oh, absolutely no. right. It is really funny for you now to be for in the place now. you're in yeah, to look right. back and be like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah, exactly. Like I, my boyfriend that I'm with, the guy I'm with now, it's mm -hmm. like, I wouldn't have thought that I would, I mean, he's a good looking guy. I don't know that I would have pegged him as like that type that I would go yeah. for, but I'm mm -hmm. like, that's just silly at this one. I'm like, are you serious? Totally. He's like the greatest guy I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Like, and he's all the other things that I want him to yeah. be too. But I'm like, that's just funny that well, I, yeah. I think that the main difference is criteria is like what you think in your head that you want. And when you meet somebody in person, you meet their personality yeah, and you totally. feel the chemistry mm -hmm. or you get to know them because mm -hmm. you were working together. So you yeah. learn things about him very naturally. And like you met 
yours through a friend very naturally. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. it's different when you meet somebody in person. I'm sure my whole height thing would go out the window if I met oh, somebody in yeah, person yeah. and we had a strong connection yeah, totally. and they won it's me like over. The online dating right, thing. Yeah. and yeah. then there it's just like, well, okay, that's all you have to go I'm on, really. Right, you're yeah. Like, well, I don't know your personality, so if I'm judging just by your height, yeah, I'm it's like, swipe well, left because totally. I don't know you. That's the and major. And I gotta discriminate at yeah. some point that's, because otherwise there's yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a major yeah. flaw in dating apps. That's yeah, what was totally. hard for me to be on them because I didn't know. I, I'm like, unless like, I, I let yeah. unless I look at you and I'm like, ugh, no way. <laughs> then I don't know because yeah. uh, how did you? So uh, speaking of types, did you have did you have a type? Is Andy totally physically? Obviously, he's emotionally different than that horrible yeah. person before but uh, yeah I uh, I don't know if I ever had like a like I have a type of like a guy that I think is really attractive like I always liked like the tall skinny like kind of like musician types mm -hmm. you know with like tattoos and Andy has tattoos all over him but he's he's Chinese and he's like a little bit shorter than me I think he's like a total dreamboat like yeah I'm sure 100% but like totally probably not what I you ever wouldn't have thought, thought I yeah. would end up with but he's like seriously better i wish he was here you guys would love him <laughs> um i mean he sounds amazing and yeah. i love that you guys made does he have a brother yeah <laughs> I... he does have a brother, oh actually. i yeah. love that you guys made a connection through the things that you're both passionate about and i'm mm -hmm. sure that really established like a great foundation so how did you start to like realize as you're working together that there was a little bit more and then secondary to that were you nervous about turning it into a romantic relationship since you were already working yeah we were um well we actually we were working together on my solo stuff and like he was playing shows with me and we were kind of like i'd go over to his house on the weekends and we'd do like cover songs that was like kind of like the very beginning of moxie because we realized we're like hey these songs are sounding really good we should just start writing together but um we were dating by the time we started writing like the moxie stuff okay so um but yeah i definitely was nervous you know i think it's always like what if it goes bad you know but I don't know. I deep down, I kind of just knew. It's yeah. Like funny and cheesy, but I totally just knew. What? A lot of people say the same out. thing, though. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's the difference between just dating mm -hmm. and, you know, obviously you were in a relationship that didn't work out before. So mm -hmm. they do say, like, that at some point you just know because yeah. you're ready. And I never felt that way with the other guy. Like, I thought I loved him and I wanted to marry him, but I never, like, felt the way I feel now. Now you know, you know the difference in yeah. retrospect. Yeah. Did mm -hmm. you, in that moment that you went out on that weird date, that was like set up mm -hmm. to, and you left going, I could marry that guy. That's different than we talk about this a lot. Like what's that moment? And you know, and we just mm -hmm. had a show last week about like, we'll just be open to that coming to you in different ways. Because a lot of people think that they're going to have a moment where they're like, Oh my God, I'm going to marry him. But that mm -hmm. doesn't sound like that's what you're saying. What no. explain that a little bit deeper? Like what was that feeling? How did it feel like just a very reasonable thought when I thought I could marry him yeah. when you were like oh I think I could marry uh, that guy yeah it was more just like holy shit he is like like personality wise I was just like I don't know it's so hard to explain it, it was, was like a recognition like him yeah in yeah. general like I at this time I didn't think I was attracted to him but it was more just like that's the kind of guy I want like that kind of a thing you know and that was your and, moment of knowing yeah but it didn't feel like a Disney movie necessarily no see I think people need to know that and it, and can it almost feel... scares you I think too like yeah. I remember being a little bit like the first time you held my hand I felt the same way and it was kind of like freaked me out like I'm like am I being crazy right now yeah but 
I don't know. I think when you feel that, you just kind of know. Yeah. Well, I think you only know it for real, not when you're like mm -hmm. a crazy girl signing like someone's last name with your first name, like I mean, prematurely. We all have done it. Sure, yeah. but like sometimes it happens a little prematurely. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, where you go down a rabbit hole of like all the plans for the future, and you're like, we haven't even been on a second date yet. Um, but I think that it happens, like, and it happens in so many people's stories um, when you're ready. Mm -hmm. Because you now recognize yeah. what's good for you yeah. versus what was bad for you. And you happen totally. to have a situation that was bad for you right mm -hmm. before. So he yeah. probably was like a glaring like presentation, but you were like prepared for so it. So obviously totally. different. Mm -hmm. I dated a guy that was horrible mm -hmm. before I met the this worst. guy. And yeah. it's like when that happens, if that happens for you, it only makes it more obvious when yeah. you right. meet someone. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. Yeah, you're like... How how long did you guys before. date before he proposed or it turned into? Uh, so we were best friends for like a year, then started dating. And once we got together, it was kind of just like, like we skipped that whole like getting to know you phase of dating, you know, because we were yeah. all already so close. So we were just like, I remember like three months in, we were like, let's just get married. So we kind of did it fast. Like we were engaged, I think like. A little bit after our year anniversary of dating and then we got married like a year later Aww. so we were pretty quick but i don't know again i just we knew yeah you know? yeah and you had that so, foundation and yeah, you work well together yeah mm -hmm. man well how does yeah. that work so you guys obviously work together and you mm -hmm. you knew you could work together mm -hmm. prior so it wasn't like yes. you guys got married and then started a band yeah. and then had to figure out the kinks so like mm -hmm. why do you think you guys work so well together um, we're pretty similar in a lot of ways. Like we definitely have differences, but um, like personality-wise, we're both like pretty even keel, like pretty chill. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. But then like he has strengths that I don't. Like he's this amazing musician, and I'm kind of more like a. I like to do like the writing and the. Um, I'm just a singer, really. I can play like a little bit, but so we just kind of like work really perfectly that way, like mm -hmm. logistically, and then. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're just, we're really good for each other. Like, and there's definitely hard parts about it, too. Like, um, Yeah, like, what's hard? I think we both, we care so much about Moxie. It's like our little passion project, our little child, kind of. And so, like, when you get stressed out about something, like, you kind of take it out on the person that's closest to you, you know? It's just, sure. like, what happens. But it's hard with Moxie, because if we're both stressed out, we're both just, like, taking it out on each other. Right. And it's fine, and we're, like, totally working through it, and I think we're getting a lot better at it. But there's, like, stuff like that that gets kind of hard, you know? That's a constant process, I think, though, yeah. just learning how to maintain a normal level of communication. Because sometimes you're like, mm -hmm. I don't know how to say this, or I don't want, or he should know, or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. But just... You sort of can't play those relationship games yeah. while you're working, because it's you got to yeah. get things done. Yeah. You gotta get it done. Is it ever like yeah. you're sitting on the couch on a Sunday and, and like you're like, we gotta work. And he's like, oh, no, yeah. it's Sunday. Oh, yeah, all the time. Like our days off, actually, we have like, we both work on the weekends. So we have Monday through Wednesdays are like the days we take off. And last week, even like all we wanted to do, we were just like, let's go to a happy hour. But we had like all this stuff we had to get done. Well, see, that's what, so, okay, so. so that's a good point that we're all bringing up here is balance. And we talk mm -hmm. about that a lot too, just in life in general. But this has got to be a very specific balancing act for both of you because mm -hmm. you are together romantically and working together. So how do you, when you're working together, are you like in, um, like work mode, do you get into like a different frame of mind or are you still kind of a couple that's working together? Do you, is it compartmentalized or do you me meld it all together? 
I think it changes. Like, there's times where we're very focused and it's totally like work and then, like, we relax afterwards. But then there's nights, like, we were working on, like, new demos last week and we were, like, drinking wine and, you know, having a great time and... So I don't know. I think we do. Like, a it's both because you yeah. so because you probably have to let your emotionality and your connection in there because I'm sure your relationship inspires your music. Oh yeah. So you 100%. have to. You can't close that door, right? No, no. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really fun. Like we have a studio at home. So oh, that's nice. We just get to yeah. We're just in our studio. And how do you feel like your relationship inspires your music? Like. Go, just the good, some of the bad, both? Uh, a lot of the good, actually, with the Moxie songs. Um, I don't think I've really written a song about being angry at him. <laughs> or sad. Not or... yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not yet. That is, that's right. Um, but we, I don't know, we're both like total weirdos. So like, just like things we're interested in inspire it. And like, we'll get like talking about like, aliens or whatever and then we're like let's write a song about aliens that yeah really sounds so weird how right does now, that but... work okay so i love that yeah <laughs> what total how do you cute. sing about aliens like how does that inspiration even come out like I mean, you're like sitting around talking about aliens and you're like i don't know why for whatever reason phoebe buffet <laughs> comes to mind about smelly cats <laughs> but like you're just like singing some lines and then like a song comes up like how does that uh, well, we have one song in the new EP. Wait, no, actually, it's not. It, we're going to release it in the fall. It's a single, oh, and oh. it's called Dream Feed. No, Dreamland. What am I saying right now? I don't even know. My it's the songs. tequila. Well, yeah, <laughs> it probably is. Um, and we wrote it about, like, my, Andy has, like, all these crazy ideas about Planet Nine. Oh. I don't even know why I'm going down this hole. No, I I, we like it. Committed. It's fascinating. <laughs> no, we, we want to know the we process. Were, we were yeah. talking all about it one night, and, like, um, I, we just decided to write a song about it. And so there's like a line about, it's all about like an alien abduction kind of, but I don't know. I don't write like super literally. So it's, yeah, not, it could it's all be... like dreamy lyrics where like yeah. you could take it as like whatever you want, but it's actually like we wrote it about an alien abduction. I like that though. It could be a metaphor for life. It could, true, yeah. could be abducted of, by anything. A lot of songs like, um, for example, and I think a lot of people know this, like Sting's song, um, I'll Be Watching You is about his dog. Oh, he said every time he looked over, his dog was staring at him, and he wrote a song. It's but like, like that's love. amazing. Exactly. And but she it's is like always watching so me. Cute. But you Thank have you. to find unique things like that to totally. inspire you to write something that feels a little bit more like relatable yeah. to everybody. Uh -huh. Because otherwise, it's the same fucking song over and over oh, again. Yeah. And it sounds like totally. you guys use your unique. You're called yourself yeah. weirdos. You get creative. Yeah. Um, okay. So now you went on a retreat to Big, Big Bear. Bear. And this is speaking so of songwriting fun. process, and this is how this whole f new EP came about, correct? Yeah, yeah. So last winter, uh, we we just decided to rent a cabin. It's like this cute, adorable little cabin up there. Um, it was like all snowy outside. I love Aww, cold weather. Me too. So I was like, let's just get out of the city. Let's go up there. We brought like tons of wine, like so much wine. We were like, we're probably not gonna drink it all. We no. drank all of it. Yep, that's what happens there. Yeah, yeah. It's like a we vortex brought... of wine. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like made lasagna. I like cooked. It was so fun. fun. We just like hold cabin up, life. Hold up. So good. That sounds so good. So, I want to do that right now. Yeah, I know. It was amazing. We brought like all our recording equipment. It was just. It was magical. I want to do it again. Did you go but, for that purpose or? Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, we went like knowing we wanted to write, and it gets hard, you know, like day-to-day -day life and kind of like finding space to be creative so 
we decided to go and it ended up being very successful because pretty much every song on the new EP was written then. So. Wow. Yeah, it was God, so fun. no we pressure. Like yeah. Super li- well, we weren't expecting it. That was the crazy thing. I was like, maybe we'll write a song or two. And we wrote like six songs. It's crazy. <gasps> so I love that. We had fun. Yeah, that's good. It it's really it's fun. also like getting in a relationship. You can't <clears throat> put the pressure of like, this has to work out. You just sort yeah. of let it happen. Mm-hmm. And you don't yeah. expect it really. Or you have not any crazy expectations. Mm-hmm. And you let things just happen organically. Yeah. And then yeah. you're married. And then, and, you're married. Married. and then you're married. <laughs> and then you're married. So now some of the songs, um, you know, came from, or probably all of your songs came from some sort of experience. Mm-hmm. And the title track is Figures Bathed in Light. Tell us about the inspiration yes. for that song. Yes, yes. So um, a couple years ago, we were it, up in Santa Barbara. It was like two years ago, Labor Day, actually. And um, I don't know if you guys go up there on the, I think it's the 154. It's like this really windy road that takes you into like wine country mm-hmm. and there's like crazy cliffs it like kind of reminds me a lot of big sur there's just like drop-offs everywhere it's really beautiful but it's like kind of freaky to drive and um we were driving home and our car clipped the guardrail and just like instantly we just flew off it was just like a teeny little mistake like that and we just went flying off right before this crazy bridge like bridged with it just like crazy cliff whoa um and so we went flying off. I was actually asleep, and I so I woke up, and I just see us, like, going straight to the <gasps> cliff. That's, like, what I saw. So freaky. Like, I remember it all, like, kind of in slow motion. Like, I'm, like, looking at Andy, and he was like, I'm sorry. He, like, said I'm sorry to me. It was so terrifying. But anyways, our car, like, hit this little guardrail that Whoa. was hanging off of, like, the bridge. I guess they had – the paramedics said they had just recently built it. Probably for that so purpose because it was, yeah. yeah. And the paramedics said too, like all the time people like die up there. <gasps> wow. So um, our car was kind of like hanging, oh but we God. both just had like whiplash and like a few scratches, like walked away. How far did the drop? It was crazy. Was it? I'm so bad at like measurements, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It was big. Like, really? I don't and you know. guys just like. Andy says like a couple hundred. <gasps> but is that really far? That seems that's like that far. far. And okay, like, that's, that's what says. death comes from. Like, right? what, how did you guys survive that? You must have Luck. meant to uh, uh, know. be. Well, the crazy thing, too, is right before that, we were kind of going through like a weird, like, do we want to do music? Like, what do we want to do with our lives? And like, kind of like going through like a lot of like introspection. And like, that happened. And we were both just like, we survived this for a reason. Like, everyone there, the cops, everyone were like, I don't know how you guys are alive. Whoa. So, yeah. After that, we kind of were just like, like, it, it really changed us, honestly. Like, I'm it sure. was kind of like, changed, like, how we are with each other, like, how we view life, like, how we view our music. So, we kind of just, like, went full force after that. We're like, we're here. We're alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, Figures Bathed in Light is about that. It's the, the lyric, I saw a figure bathed in light holding you from me is kind of like... I felt like, like in that slow motion, I like felt like Andy was gonna be like taken from me, like because yeah. that would have been even worse oh, if I one feel, of you, if I survived, yeah, because I love him. Yeah, <laughs> no, or uh, for either of you, it would have been yeah, a tragic, totally. tragic yeah, event to have. But you both survived, which is so crazy. Yeah. So, so now you have this beautiful experience. music. Yeah. Yes, well, but... so can we play some of Figures Bathed in Light? Yeah, Marissa, oh. our engineer, our producer, has a little, and we, okay. it's, it's a beautiful okay. song and it Thank does you. feel very like angelic it now knowing the background of the story mm-hmm. and you know you said oh you wrote a song about aliens but it doesn't really sound like it now in this song could be anything but now yeah. knowing mm-hmm. 
that. It's mm-hmm. and it's very like ethereal, what you guys would call, but yeah. it's like very makes sense for yeah. what you know. And and yeah. it's so great it's that crazy. you guys found the silver lining in that like mm-hmm. crazy potential tragic experience. It wasn't, thank God, a tragedy, but like yeah. just a scary experience. Yeah. Wait, really quick before we play the song, how the hell did you guys get out? How'd they get you out? I need to know. Um, we could. You're get petering out. on. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could get out, but like my coat was in the car, and I was like shivering, just probably just from shock. shock. And so I tried to go back to get my <gasps> coat, and no. he wouldn't let me. Like the police officer was like, "Do not touch the car again," like because that's like how like close it oh was. Oh my like, god! It was crazy. Fuck! It's so. I like I can't drive down that road. We now oh. when we go up there, we go the long way. It takes I like an hour longer, but I, I would don't care. for sure yeah, not I would go never. on that road. Are you kidding? Never. Or you could take the Amtrak so and scary. just sit there. And oh drink my god, wine. that's fun! That's Have you done that? I I did yeah. that. We did that once. Yeah. Oh, fun. that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Best. love doing that because then you're just, you're like, just like, yeah, hang out. Look and someone else is at the wheel. Like you can just chill. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. is it a wheel? Or I don't a train? think so. It's I like a it's button like a, or a lever. Who knows? It's a. <laughs> it's, fine. it's something that push. It's a steam button or a train. I don't know. Just a button. It's but anyway, there's no cliffs and of the things, and I think it doesn't take as long. It takes like the same amount of time. Yeah, as if you're driving. Yeah. 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 So um, okay, so we're gonna pl- yes, absolutely, we're gonna play some of your song. Yeah, here it is. And what was the line that you said? Uh, it's I saw a figure dance my Okay, there it was. Yeah. Oh my God! So the the part where you say I, I fell asleep or what is that like a literal mm-hmm. like you were sleeping yeah. in the car? Oh my God, this yeah. is so good. I love knowing the story behind things like that. You know they do those behind the music yes. things and stuff. <laughs> that was our this version. Is so, but that's why, like, I think it's you know really important to pay attention to the details in your life and anything in a work situation and in a relationship. Like paying attention to things that you like and what you don't like, or even in a bad situation taking it all in and using it for the good like this mm-hmm. is really yeah. an interesting way to come about this like beautiful song well also i think it's yeah. very important to show you as a couple too like that you can get through hard times totally because mm-hmm. they do say you know that sometimes hard times will tear you apart because mm-hmm. you each react and respond differently mm-hmm. to things or you internalize and you go through it on your own yeah. but you guys seem to have been able to use this to come together yeah well we both like um our gut instinct is to just create whenever we're upset you know it's kind of like therapy good. for us yeah so it's a good outlet anytime there's like something wrong that's kind of what we do and it's so it's so nice to have him like i'm so glad that i found a partner that like has the same thing because we get to do it together and it's like like i struggle a lot with like i'm a very emotional person so i'm like ups and downs a lot so mm-hmm. it's cool like i'll have a really bad day and he'll just be like let's write a song you know and it like it truly does like help like us, at least. It helps that you both very communicate the same yeah. way or get it mm-hmm. out the same way, totally. and so you both know how to talk about it, yeah. which is very helpful because communication is key. Yeah. Sure is. We very are true. going to now play a, a game with you. Quick, 
quick, quick little fun game. Um, and we love that you guys are in a romantic and working relationship and you have the best of both worlds. And sometimes couples that play together don't stay together. So we're going to list a bunch of celebrity couples of the past and present and see if you know about your peers. And if you know that they're still together, you'll say Moxie. And if you know, if you think a couple has split or you know that they've split, you're going to say on the Roxy. Okay, love it. In a game we like to call on the Mox. I don't know if I'll on be good. On the Mox. We'll just get, just okay. guess. Some of them are tricky. Some of them are not. Okay, Perfect. William H. Macy and Felicity Huffman. Oh, uh, on the rocks. No. Oh, shit. Moxie, they are still together. They've been together for like ever, uh, okay, ever. Are, I'm going to be bad. I'm no, really okay, bad you'll know names. some. That's fine. You can take yeah. a drink every time you get it wrong. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. How about uh, Jack and Meg White? on the rocks yeah yes. because they're the they were the white stripes and they are no longer yeah but no longer. that's not like moxie no um okay what about <laughs> toby mcguire and jennifer meyer oh, gosh. i'm gonna say moxie on the rocks oh, they shit. split up and i did not know about that until i, I just looked know. it up yeah they're under the radar a little bit yeah um all right how about uh sarah michelle geller and freddie prince jr On the rocks? No, no, they're still together too. Which is so crazy because they've, they've been also, together. Yeah, they've they like stood the test of time. They met and were doing work too, and like oh, stayed together and are both actors and yeah. things. Um, okay, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. On the rocks? No. I see. I'm so bad. No, just keep fun. drinking. Oh. Just That's drink. Fine. It's a good excuse for you to drink. Okay, how about um, ooh, who? Joy Williams and John Paul White. No, they are the Civil Wars, and they are done. Oh, I was thinking yeah. Joy. That was Joy's husband, because wasn't she married before? I don't know. I don't know. I thought there was like some drama, and they like I don't know. Okay, well, maybe that's why they had good music. Okay, but, you know, we'll no we'll longer. do um one more crazy couple that are both you know again like all these artists, Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton. Moxie. On the rocks, <laughs> they split up too. Got, like, they, but way. you think like they are the perfect fucking couple? Yeah, because they're yeah. weird. As they're shit. so super weird. But yeah, no, nope, they split up too. Damn it! Everyone splits up. I know, but except not, the except. ones that stayed together, like the couple yeah. that we said. They did. Um, okay, so before we let you go, remind everyone what you have coming up. Where, where they, they can, can get the EP. Get the, yeah. Oh yes. So um, the EP is called Figures Bathed in Light. Um, you can get it anywhere: iTunes, Spotify. Amazon, whatever you want to do. Great. Um, we're, we have a lot of shows coming up, mostly like Southern Orange County, um, but we'll play some LA stuff. We're playing in San Francisco in October. I just found out. Fun. So, so where excited. can everyone see so, your tour um, schedule? On my website, which is moxielovesyou.com. And that's where everyone can follow you as well, yeah, right? Social Mox media is Moxie Loves You. Moxie was taken, so Moxie but that's, loves you. But I mean, that's so do? positive, and you do yeah. love your fans, so great. I love yes, you. Yeah. amazing. All right. So, yeah. Well, thank Check you so out. much. Next time, we're going to have to have you come back in with Andy, and then yeah. we're going to like grill yes. him and play and the newlywed game. Like, obsessed with him. I'm sure we will. And his brother, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, we'll bring his brother. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, it's like the newlywed game and a matchmaking game. All in one. That's the new reality. Oh show, my god. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> coming you. in. Thank you so much. And so don't forget fun. you guys to tune in next week for our interview with each other. Uh yeah, guys, we are going to make each other answer some tough questions and we're going to answer some listener questions too. So if you want to get your questions in before the show, send them by 
Sunday. Yeah, um, you've got a couple days. Complicated show on all the socials. Yeah. And that is that. We'll see you guys then. Where yeah. can people follow you? Everyone can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all of the socials. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all of the socials as well. And we will see you. Yeah, you then. guys don't forget to, to, you know, to tell a friend, rate and comment. And we deliver this content for you for free. So we're grateful that you keep coming back and listening every week. And we will see you guys next week. So love, love you a long time. time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.